Hello, guys, and welcome back to the news episode of the Carset Go Vroom Vroom podcast. Oh my god, I can't talk. Um, (laughs) This week, with the last part of the season 2021 season recap, where we look at each driver and how he did and kind of evaluate what kind of season they had. Um, But before we get into that, I would say let's talk about some news that were happening in the last two weeks. Oh my god, there's news. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know there's news. I just Yeah, no. Um let me get started with the uh, it's it's the rumor that there's an agreement between the FIA and, and Merck. Oh my god. To get, I literally uh, forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally like went through our chat uh, our chat ever since the last episode and like wrote everything down we talked about that is news so like i did work actually um yeah the agreement that um between the fia and mercedes um to or get the not agreement or the not agreement we don't know mac are denying it yeah but mm-hmm. mac has also denied that russell would come next year this year so like what yeah. what do we actually know um, I mean, I it, feel like one of those things they come off worse for <laughs> lying <yeah>. about it. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I think I don't. Mm, I could quite easily believe that a deal has been done to get rid of Massey. I could believe it quite easily. Also, I feel like Mercedes wouldn't risk at the moment looking bad yeah like it doesn't really work in their favor to like look bad at this going into this season i mean i don't know true um this goes hand in hand by the way with the news of the fia investigating themselves and saying this will not be out until australia which gives off a problem because um lewis has apparently said that he will make a decision whether or not he will retire after um the investigation is done hang on so, a minute is it that late in third sh- hang on a minute i think it's it's, it's like rain, a... i'm having a crisis <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> like it's like the first day of the f- like i think first thursday session. yeah yeah, f- yeah. So, oh my god i was like that's like, I was like, they can't leave it three races. <laughs> you can't retire three races in. No, oh, yeah, Sorry, right. Australia no. Australia isn't the first race, is it? I was like, my heart was like, I was like, they've trapped him. <laughs> no, because I was literally going, yeah, Australia is always the first race. So I'm, yeah, I'm safe bed with that. Uh, no, apparently, like, until either testing or the Thursday for uh, Bahrain. It's like, yeah, it's like... um. So they're basically, for- <laughs> yeah, they're basically forcing Lewis um, to stay, which is a I'm bad. Not lie. It's a bad look on their part. Not gonna lie. It would be such a power move if he's like, "No, nah, you're right. I'm not gonna." Like oh, they like oh. release their findings, and he like gets out of the car before practice starts. He's like, "Nah." <laughs> Or like, can you imagine like they do it like in between FP one, FP two, and he just like, yeah, yeah you can find someone else. I'm He's just like, gonna right, go home Nick, now. I see you sat there next to Toto. 
no, you. no, but Nick is busy with Formula E. Busy. I know, I know. Formula Wouldn't... E doesn't last that long. <laughs> but they're starting it in like, does. but they're starting next week, and they are going until summer. Okay. So Listen, like, that's not Lewis's problem. <laughs> no, but I think like I can you imagine it, it's. Like you said, it would be such a power move for him to just buy it to just be like, he's, yeah, he's getting I into don't, the car. To like I don't the need you. And like, and like yeah. by the way, we're not guilty of anything. Matthew so, saying, and he's like, okay, um, all right, <laughs> see you guys later. <laughs> see you guys never. I don't need yeah. you. That would be Honestly. big dick energy. Not gonna lie, and we know it's true. So like. I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, goodness. Not in favour of the FIA. But like, you better not. Like, I'm, I'm still never. waiting for that tattoo. Yeah, don't you worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it. Yeah. But, um, to be honest, if Lewis retires, unless from the second the checkered flag dropped in Abu Dhabi, they had someone in mind to replace him. Like, there's no... Whether the FIA told them the next day what the findings of their investigation was, like, they never would have been able to find someone realistically. Like, we're not talking about, like, a house. We're talking about Mercedes at the front of the grid. And all of their people who are, like, rumoured to, you know... Yeah. Drive for them at some point in the near future are... please. yeah, but like they've all got commitments that they can't get out of. I mean, I feel like they would go to Mercedes and be like, "Bye, bye, bye, Lance, do bye, Lance's th- dad." <laughs> you, <guys> bye. Later. <laughs> you, you, you do realize that Lance's dad has a name, right? Yeah, yeah, Lance's dad, <laughs> Papa Smurf, Scar from the Lion King. <laughs> it's all there. Um, I've I've got a conspiracy about this. Anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, no, but... I just, I feel like whatever the FIA decided and how they decided to do it, like, they were never going to be able to get, like, a reliable replacement for Lewis on that notice. Like, whatever the findings were, whenever the findings were released, if they release them tomorrow, if they release them during the race. In, like, <laughs> during the race, as if they have the nothing race. else to do. Yeah, I mean, can, Michael Massey likes to get distracted during true. races. So can, like, can you imagine, like, during Bahrain race, Bono just says to Lewis, yeah, the, the investigation way. is out. And he's like, yeah, what is it? And it's like, yeah, they're not at fault, apparently. And then he Lewis just goes, okay, psych, I'm going to go home now. And then just pulls into the pits and just goes home. <laughs> Yeah, that would be lovely. I, no, I don't want him to retire. This is the I, thing. Selfishly, it I goes against the brand, you know. Like, it does. Ooh, I rise. Like it, okay. it does. It does go against the brand, but it, the it the big the dick energy it would be to be like, I'm bigger than this sport, and I can do whatever I want. Is See, the thing is incredible. I I agree with you hundred percent. Like if he left, he could leave no problem. Like, he would be fine. Like, his whole brand would be protected. He could do other stuff. Like, that would be great. But he I would... want to see him I want to see him get the eight. And I want to see him then be like, bye, guys. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I broke, uh, the record is mine. The rule Call me that... when one of you losers matches it. 
you mean like the Bye. You, you mean like the re- reverse Nico where he's yeah. like I finally like broke the record and then just goes yeah bye yeah literally I would literally. love that love that oh. the thing is the more we talk about it the more I'm excited for next season not gonna lie I'm so excited for next season. Like, it's, I'm. It's gonna be season. chaos. It's gonna be so much chaos. I'm. I. Hmm. That leads me actually onto the next bit of news. Oh goodness. Alpine. Oh yeah, I have that. They upset Prost. <laughs> they really upset Prost. That man is in his reputation era. He is As like... is half of the grid. Not gonna lie. He is, he's spilling tea. He is, he's yeah. He's spilling so much tea. He's, that basically what happened was, um, <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, Alping and Prost work together. He's like, I don't know what they, what, what's his job title there? He, I think he's some kind of like development advisor? Ma- advisor, yeah. Yeah, he like does, he advises them on stuff basically because he's a legend. And he yeah, do that, he, that, he is doing the things that Nikki did with Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they're just hanging out, you know, all good. And he basically, I think there was some sort of disagreement in the direction of something and he decided to leave the team. Um, fair enough. Don't blame him. I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't seem like many people want to work at Alpine at the moment, apart from Otmar. And um, Ooh, that's yeah. not confirmed yet. <laughs> no, yet, but I think I know. I think we know what's coming. It's 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 team silly season now. Like, yeah, it, it's all going. It's all going down. But basically, Frost left, and then it was agreed that him and Alpine would release the news together, and then like Alpine leaked it, <laughs> and this man did like. An Instagram post. It was so funny. Like the last thing I expected to see was Alan Prost. Like I don't even know what to call it. Like ranting on Instagram about. Alpine. Wait, should should I read out what he said? Because it's I the formatting for me. Like yeah, let him. Um, yeah. There's this picture of it's like breaking quality. news, basically about Alan... like respect. Yeah. Alan... Ellen Prost leaves his advisor role for Alpine and then the caption is incredible. I am very disappointed how this news has been announced today. It was agreed yeah. that we would announce together with Ed Alpine team. No respect, sorry. <laughs> I have refused the offer made to me in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Why did he spell Abu Dhabi wrong? Um, for for the 2022 season because of a personal relationship and I was right exclamation mark to the Endstone and the Viri team I will miss you I'm not being funny what makes me <laughs> there are two but things also like like to add every sentence has an exclamation mark yeah, behind exactly. it it's it's, it's incredible it's, it's absolutely like, incredible like this man doesn't also... know any other like any other kind of sentence structure marks it's incredible the fact that you can clearly tell that he wrote it himself (laughs) (laughs) no no pr team behind that no pr team he literally stole the phone and did it and they've seen it and they're like trying to delete it and they can't and it's Uh. too late um 
also I'd like to um just release the diss track. Yeah. Spill, Come on. Spill the Don't tea. Don't be shy. Spill the tea. Um, um, talking to, um, do you have anything to say about this? Anything else? Because I would move on. I was gonna say, like, it's just as I say, it's silly season now because we've got yeah, no, we've got the uh, the Otmar stuff happening, and then all of Aston Martin. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get into that later. But talking <laughs> about stuff people wrote themselves, um, you were betrayed. <laughs> by Damon Hill because he uh, no. <laughs> because he I op- thought you were talking about don't, don't do this to me I don't want to talk about Damon Hill right now that no. man has personally betrayed me <laughs> That's that was what, what was in my notes no Damon Hill opened his mouth and he opened it in the wrong way and everyone is mad I just Please elaborate. <laughs> you are the one being affected by this. I was greatly affected by this. Um, and I'd actually really like to do a dramatic reading of his tweet. <laughs> Please do. Um, if that's okay. Because yeah. I think everyone, if you haven't heard this tweet, Please everyone do. should have heard this tweet. Um, yeah. Because he kind of he kind of went on a Twitter rant and I kind of respect him. Kind of. Kind also. of. Like he did it's, it, he was bored and then he just did it okay he kind of redeemed himself because he tweeted that thing wait what Zach Brown said what Zach Brown said what you know that statement Zach Brown released which is yeah. I thought was really insightful yeah apparently I don't know if this is clickbait but he's it, I think it's clickbait Apparently, it's his way of saying that FIA and F1 aren't corrupt. And I didn't read it like that. I think no, I read it uh, the opposite. Yeah, I, I also read it the opposite way. I literally had in my notes, Zach is calling Red Bull and the FIA out for their shit. We'll get to that because I have some interesting thoughts on that. But yeah. Okay. Um, basically, Damon Hill had like a breakdown and told all the Louisville <laughs> fans to stop crying. Um, I'm just going to say one thing. 1996. <laughs> Who cried? Come on, Damon. Every time Damon speaks to someone on a race weekend, (laughs) whether it's relevant or not, this man finds a way to bring it up. Like, we know what happened to you, but, you know, no one cares anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares. Okay, Damon. Hate to say it, because I thought we were friends. Apparently not. Um, because the thing, and he just went on a whole thing. He was like, "You guys need to get over it. Show some backbone." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! 1996. What are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why are you calling <laughs> us out for doing what you do, but like for no reason?" Um, because the thing is, at the moment, a lot of Formula One journalists are feeling the heat because they're basically all of a the sudden they're all kind of being called out for not saying anything then. And now they're all kind of saying stuff now that they should have said a month ago. Yeah. And they're acting like it's like really revolutionary of them to to suddenly have these thoughts, which is what we've all been saying for months now about how bad the FIA is Um, and how wrong they are for that. We've Um, been new. We've been new. Um, And one of, honestly, one of my favourite tweets that have ever been published um because this man this man is like a philosopher for this this man is a poet 
Um, so Damon Hill on the 14th of January tweeted <clears throat> people are angry they love being angry so they are happy all the people who say they have lost faith in F1 they'll be back because they love to be angry F1 makes people happy because they get angry it's a great paradox and yeah, that's that. Um, In- incredible. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. What was that about, Damon? <laughs> what was that about? Um, personally, I will be watching F1 uh, for this season. I will be watching it. Not because it makes me angry. Like, it does I make just... me angry, but I don't watch it because it makes me angry. That's like saying, like, I, I don't understand what the thought process it... was here. It's like saying I want to go to a music concert to get a headache. Like, yeah. Like, why? It's just the thing is, it's it's basically he's saying the way I read it is like, this is entertainment, and of all the people, Damon Hill should not be one of those people encouraging F one because of the entertainment factor. It's the last thing I expected, because his attitude throughout the season towards Red Bull towards Max towards Christian Horner like it wasn't this attitude he's showing us now so I don't really know what his problem it's very weird take from Damon Hill like a personal attack actually yeah because I love Damon Hill but I don't know how we move past this Like it, I love it is Damon a, Hill. This one hurts. It's a pers- it's a personal betrayal for you. Top ten anime betrayals. Literally. This yeah. is like my villain origin story. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like the last man I thought that would betray me, that would let me down. And here we go. Like my honestly, Johnny Herbert is the only man speaking sense right now. Which Johnny is Herbert, weird. It is weird. It is weird. I kind of always feel love Johnny Herbert, but like usually, he kind of I don't know. Wait, I don't know. I have a mixed feeling. Isn't Johnny? Isn't Johnny Herbert the one that fell down from? Oh, I'm gonna send you the video. There's like there's like a clip of I think it was in Hungary, 2019. 2019. Well, do you know these like hoverboards? Yeah, he um someone from the Sky of One team was on it and I think it was Johnny and he fell down and it looked like he broke his back. It was incredible. Oh it I was hilarious. No it's hilarious. I... If I if I find it, I'm gonna send it to you. Please. I I'm so scared. <laughs> no, Johnny's the one that like he went casting with George, Alex and Lando. Oh and yeah, the yeah, then, thing. Yeah, then yeah, the one that fell king. down was Johnny. Absolute king. Bless him. He wasn't him. around much this season, to be fair. Like first half of the season we saw him. But second half of the season he wasn't around much and I kinda missed him. Good but, for like, him though. Like he he, he went he out really... for the messiest parts. True. But he, he really showed up for, like, the integrity of the sport. And I thought that was really important. Martin Brundle came through with some facts. Not all of them I agreed with, but they were facts. <laughs> you know, they were facts. What George is Ted... Russell voice. Yeah. What, like is Ted... said... what is Ted doing, though? Ted, I... do you know what? I don't know. <gasps> I don't is know. Is he what... quiet? Ted, Ted's like... 
be honest, good for him. Yeah. That he's... man has done more than anyone this season. <laughs> Everywhere we go, this man spits facts. He talked a lot when we were about the controversy of being in the Middle East while he was standing in the Middle East. Yeah. Like he, he, he did a lot about other places that they raised in. They, they, Ted, you know what? Ted did his bit this year. So if Ted's taking a little break right now, I'm okay with it. I don't know. His, his last tweet is literally on the last notebook. So like... Yeah, Ted, you know what? Good for him. I kind of understand. But, yeah. um... Yeah, I don't know. Martin Brundle, was basically, his whole point was... Yeah, it's bad, but this job that Michael Massey's doing should not be done by one person. And if you want to get rid of him so bad, that's fine. Who are you going to replace him with? Yeah, which is a valid point. You know, and he, I think... Um, Didn't we talk about this, like, last time? I perhaps, think we did. Yeah. yeah. Herbert, King, Damon Hill, take a nap. I, I really don't know. I was just personally let down by this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, more speculation, um, which has been denied as of now. Um, there has been a rumor going around <laughs> about Cyril going to Red Bull, which is <laughs> no. which is the wildest the wildest rumor I've ever heard. Because this, this divorced couple getting back together is it was not on my twenty twenty two like bingo. No. I it wasn't I, on mine either. <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I could believe it. I could believe it as well. So, like, I don't, like, I don't really know if I should believe like the uh, them to. denying it. So, like, I, mean, I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it. But if I it happens, it. yeah. Basically, he's rumored to be going for a job to do with like the engines and stuff, and like the engine components and stuff like that. At Red Bull. I don't really know what his job would be, but like overseeing that basically. Yeah, in Red Bull, so like that could be interesting for him. I, I, I miss Cyril. Yeah, miss me him. too. Like the last time we got content was with the not so great tattoo that he got. I miss yeah. him. Bless this man. We I need, <laughs> we need I more see. French sassiness in Honestly, the paddock. I just want him, Toto. And who else was I thinking about? Honestly, at I... this point now, Zach Brown. They just want them to team up and like. And Andreas as well. Up. Andreas as well. Andreas is like. He's so them calm. I, I honestly, I I do not understand how Andreas was so calm all of the season. Like he, with everything going on, like I would have thrown so many hands if I was Andreas. Yeah, like. <laughs> So many things happened, and like, why? Every time are you... there was like a problem, and uh, and you can't. And... and Red Bull were shouting down the radio at Michael Massey, and the McLarens were like, "Please, Michael, help us!" And he ignored <laughs> them. I, I honestly, oh. I, I would have like went because they were next to the um, Red Bull garage. I would have mm-hmm. went to Christian Horner and would have said, "Please, shut up! I can Literally. hear you from like across the pit." Please, 
shut your mouth because everything that comes out of it is counterproductive. Zach Brown kind of did say that. <laughs> but that um, he did that after the season. That's different. I would well, have been like full front. You never know what's going to happen this season. <laughs> Um, especially if some, are up there some, someone is gonna lose the temper it's all like uh, if it's honestly I wouldn't be surprised if this season Mick would go feral like I'm no it's too soon it's too, it's too soon maybe too end soon. of the year like if I think another season with that teammate of his will, will seal the deal <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think going back to the McLaren thing, Zach Brown, he released a statement basically talking about what was coming up in the 2022 season. Um, and I wasn't going to read it. And then I started seeing all this stuff. I don't know why I wasn't going to read it because I love Zach Brown and I love McLaren. Yeah, but like to a long, (laughs) it was a long text. Like I just, I just skipped over it, honestly. No, I, I as soon as I realized, as soon as I heard what he'd said, I like read the whole thing. Like, I savored it. It was amazing. <laughs> Basically, interesting take to be honest, and it's not something that you expect a customer team to say. In my opinion, um, because that's what McLaren are—they take their engine from Mercedes. Yeah. Um, good for them. We do stand the Merc power unit personally. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I Not do as well. Um, and and yeah, yeah. Don't, mm. yeah we'll get into why, that. Don't worry. <laughs> why? Why would you remind me? I am hating it here. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Zach Brown basically said, like, yeah, there are problems in F1. Yeah, there are problems with the FIA, but the problems that the FI with the FIA and F1 are also partly to blame on the teams themselves because when you've got one race director during a red flag for example trying to like control the situation and you've got two big teams because let's okay as much as I'd like to believe it was just Red Bull I think we can agree that like he was also talking about Mercedes yeah like when you've got these teams like distracting and trying to like sway the race director and try and sway the decisions that are being made you know that does create a problem so we can't just blame we can't just be blaming the FIA and the race director for everything for for these problems because at the end of the day I will say to you now like was Michael Massey at fault yeah of course he was at fault were Red Bull and Mercedes, Mercedes, like, obviously not maybe as much because it didn't really work in their favour. But, like, when you've got both of those teams in Abu Dhabi shouting at you down over the radio, you know, it's not and you have to, to listen. To impartial. That's, that's the thing, you, the like, thing. have to listen. You do have to listen. Again, I'm not defending Michael Massey because it's his job to remain impartial. He should know I mean, what to he, do. He was working under Charlie Whiting. He should know how to do his job. I miss Charlie. I miss him as well. I wish he could come back. Oh. I miss him. Anyway, but yeah, Zach Brown's take was very interesting. And I think it's worth the read. If you're a McLaren fan or you're interested in the 
scandal at the moment with the FIA. It's definitely worth a read. Um, yeah, I, I think it's really interesting take that I wouldn't have really thought about because I think everyone's everyone's so like caught up being either mad at the FIA or pointing and laughing at the Lewis fans. But I gotta um, say, it is I, like yeah. ex- it is extremely realistic. Like this, he he's got a point. He does have a point, and I think. You know, whether you're a Max or a Lewis fan, we've all... Now. Yeah. You know, the problem isn't just with the FIA, because the FIA wouldn't be having this problem of biasness. I think that's the word. Um, let's roll with it. I think you um, can just say bias. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um, <laughs> you are the native speaker. Like, I am I... the native speaker. Um... Yeah, now I don't simply do not have the words. I shouldn't have. Yeah. I shouldn't have. What, was that? what are we talking about? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we just move Fair on then? Uh, no, I can do this. I can wrap okay. it up. I can wrap okay. it up. Please give your final statement then. Um, about this. You, I completely lost my train of thought. Zach Brown had a point. That's it. Let's leave it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, another interesting um, thing to read was yeah. all was all the memes that came out after this announcement. Um, <laughs> where Aston Martin announced their replacement for uh, Otmar. No. <laughs> I he's from Luxembourg, right? So I'm gonna pronounce it how how I would pronounce it as a German because it's very close to it um, because some people or most people would have said he he's called Mike Crack which is which is where all the memes came from which were hilarious oh, by the way um, I'm a child <laughs> yeah um, but as a German I would say it's not Crack it's crack but it like it depends still. It's, it's still funny like the memes were hilarious i, Honestly, I loved it the people of my glorious nation really popped off with this one i'm not gonna lie <laughs> they did they oh, did just, i it's i feel bad because like you can't <laughs> but oh my god can you just imagine on the broadcast what we're gonna get <laughs> Yeah, you. I'm not. Yeah, I won't. Sure it is. Yeah, you probably won't have the same problem. I'm just thinking, I, like, I'm saying it to you. I'm. I'm naturally. saying it. I'm saying it to you now. I want every joke that they put oh, yeah. on on the UK broadcast. Oh, I want. The, I want the quote for the broad, for for the podcast, please. Yeah, don't worry. I'm, I'm right. coming in clutch. One <laughs> one crack. <laughs> <laughs> one one mind. Don't worry. I got you. But yeah, congratulations, uh, Martin, on uh, my crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come uh, on. Yeah. Another thing that might have anything to do with crack is the Miami circuit, which yeah. we have gotten an insight with. Where with I freaked Pierre. Yeah, with Pierre. <laughs> well, I kind of freaked out because I. <laughs> It's literally next to a football stadium, yeah. and and when I it's saw a, this, I is it called like the Dolphin Stadium or something? Yeah, it's the my it's, okay. it's the Miami Dolphin Stadium, and yeah. I I saw this and I was like, 
incredible. Is it I like the, the look of this track? You know, I I do too, and I like how most of like the track is already there, where just yeah. where they're just building walls. Um, Thank God for that, honestly. Yeah, part two. um yeah i i am very excited i was very excited to see um yeah pierre in a dolphin jersey even though he is a giants fan good for him i guess both are not so great teams has the worst taste in teams yeah, no. It, the thing is, like, the teams are both teams. Like, Dolphins and the Giants are not great. So, like... I mean, mm. I don't know anything about this, so... <laughs> Which is why I'm here. Which is why you're here. Um, uh, yeah, great... the Miami track looks kind of cool. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. And it's it's very far, uh, very early in the season, right? Like, third, Quite, fourth Yeah, it's, it's not far in. Also, the, them having a Miami track is another reason why Lewis can't retire because he said he wanted a track there and now yeah. he's got it, so you can't retire. He will retire that. after the Miami race. Yeah. He will right. just stay there. I, I'm out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to the... find out when it is. You carry on. <laughs> um, and the last thing I have... No, I have two things left. Um, the second to last is we have dates for the car reveals we like do. some of them um oh my god we have we have on the 10th of february we have aston martin which i am quite excited for um to see how the it's the first one as of now um i'm kind of excited what they do with like we've seen the prototype but like seeing the liveries on the real cars is like a whole different level i feel like mm-hmm. um then on Miami the is round five just to let you know okay great that's so early though so um, may may oh goodness beginning of may um then <laughs> then 11th of february we have mclaren which is what i'm most excited about for obvious reasons i think you are too um then on the 17th we have ferrari and the rest hasn't been announced yet i don't really care about anything else. i i care about merc i want to see I care about merc yeah i care about merc probably to be honest my my like top interest next year obviously mclaren mercedes williams Williams, I'm not that fucked about. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm I'm interested about Lily. That yeah. that's yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The thing uh-huh. the thing is, I I want to see the Haas just for Mick, but I could I don't want to see it. No, I really don't care about the Haas. I'm really sorry, sorry, Mick, yeah. but like no. Mm. Um, the th- the thing I, is, I'm, I, I'm intrigued about Alpine. I'm, because that's I'm oh not. that's something we didn't that's something no I am because they're a manufacturer like their car's gonna get good in the next couple of years in my predictions I could be very wrong about this but I just have a feeling but that's something that we didn't mention um with uh, Prestgate um oh yeah with the with the right he's basically he's spinning the tea. he's saying that engine is like stuff 
it it, it probably like, is sus. yeah it's like a they've manufactured their own new thing for 2022 um and he's saying yeah it kind of sucks <laughs> so <laughs> I, i'm i'm intrigued about we'll, their car to be honest we'll have to see yeah. this um, i don't know if you know this but like um last year before like the car launches Mm. There was a certain energy drink brand who like stirred some chaos because they used to be a one of the sponsors for Haas, and then they pulled out because they didn't pay like the money that they promised to pay. Oh, and then they were kicked out. Do you do you not know this? Like rich energy. I've heard a lot of things about what uh yeah did preseason. And they were kicked out by Haas because they didn't pay kicked out by (laughs) for their sponsorship. And last year before the car launches, they were like um hinting at something and like the CEO of this brand is so suspicious. And he did it again this year, but we're not falling for it. And he was like, oh, um, there's something big to announce on, like, the same day where the, I think it was either Alpha, um, Alpha Romeo, or um, the Haas was announced. And they were like, yeah, there's going to be an announcement. And then the announcement was just, like, a notes app where they were like, Haas, psych. And it's it's so un- embarrassing on their part, not going to lie. And seeing yeah. seeing them like they have been silent ever since, and now they come up again, just like every year. I two teams I simply do not care about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I I honestly like Mick. I love you, but half I if they were there, if they weren't there. It would make no difference to me. I I just want Mick to be finally in that red car, so I don't have to care Honestly, about Haas. I've been watching. There's this kid on YouTube who does like um, who talks about F1, and I've been like watching his videos lately. <laughs> and he, I've been watching his like predictions for like 2023, 2025. This kid is a genius. It's like he can see inside my mind, and I've been like, yeah. Mick can you can and, you yeah. send me a, send link. a link? I love him. Please, he's, he's a genius. Okay. Um and I'll the last <laughs> yeah, and the last thing I have for news is that whole thing we talked about earlier with banning like aircrafts mm. because of apparently because of pollution, but then well, like no, it's only military aircraft. It's not like all the other aircrafts will be there, but not uh, the military ones. Um that's Part- such a to be honest that's that's such an f1 thing to say to like literally. yeah we're banning this but like not all of it like yeah, most most of it is still allowed why exactly. honestly f1 it is the most f1 thing ever like yeah. they're saying that they're banning military aircraft because they don't think it's right for countries to be able to promote their military um but they're still and also because of like uh pollution so uh, I don't really. A lot of people are really upset about this. Like I didn't realize this day. I honestly thought at first I was like, 
Yeah, I don't. Good for, I good for F one. Good for F one. I hate. Like... Not, I hate these shows. Like they are so useless, especially like. I think it looks kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. It looks cool, but it's completely useless. Yeah, I think. Um, I think for a lot of people, like especially for me, the notable ones, obviously Silverstone, Monza, um, Monza. That's what I was gonna say. Like those two are probably the most notable ones for me. Um, when I think of that. The thing you know, which one I found most annoying is which the one? US one, because oh, I am wow. because of football. <laughs> I am so used to them, and they because they do it every year at the Super Bowl, and it's basically the same. And yeah. every time I think, why would you do this? But that's the thing, isn't it? It's like a sporting thing, just for patriotism. That's like I, I don't. It doesn't. I don't know. I could, go, I could go. I could. I could go on a full like history rant as to why patriotism isn't a great thing. No, as could I. I've written many an essay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're gonna. That's gonna be in the notes yeah, of this that's, episode. That's a, the essay is about. about... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I was gonna say. Yeah. There are an except. Uh. There are exceptions to this rule. Silverstone. Um, and the Red Arrows are still allowed to do their little airshow thingy, which I kind of, I'm not mad about it as a British person. I mean, why, I did, really... why, why did I think of anything Mercedes when it was like Red Arrows? Is this because of the silver? Yeah, I said that last night. I was telling my mum about it and I was like, yeah, the silver arrows. And she was like, the what? And I was like, what? What did I say? <laughs> the silver arrows. No, the red the, the red the, the, it's the, so the planes. <laughs> the planes not the, the cars I like, okay i was like i'm just trying to explain <laughs> it's such um, a mess it's incredible but yeah because they're not technically military aviation they are um still allowed to do it and i believe there are some other exemptions to this as well but it's the most f1 thing ever like you can't do it but like they can yeah, and some of you still can, but like we're gonna tell all of you that you can't. But like you guys over there, you can. Yeah, you can't. But yeah, you guys, you guys can. Our favorite it's... ones can. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is all for news. At least I have nothing else left, except yeah. for except for Lando just going golfing oh. as if he doesn't have any other hobbies. Like Listen, I've, 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 Lando I've... is a timeshare boyfriend. Okay, <laughs> he has to spend some of his time with Max and the rest of his time with his girlfriend. Okay, if Max is taking him to play golf, then that's Max's right. That's what Max deserves. <laughs> okay, because he has to. He only gets him some of the time. So it's like a divorce. Like no, because he's a timeshare boyfriend. This is what I'm calling him now. And I would like, speaking of golf, have you seen Lando's Instagram story this evening? With Max, like, with, the, with sh- the broken yeah. golf club. The, the word choice. Yeah, the word, use of the word shaft was not something I can say I was on board with. Um, <laughs> I thought something incredibly different when yeah, I saw exactly. this one. Like, Maybe what, it's just my mind. What are you mind? guys doing on the golf course? <laughs> in Dubai? In public? <laughs> <laughs> How are you arrested? No. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. In Dubai, in Dubai. Public? <laughs> Literally, I was like, "What are you guys doing on this golf course?" It was like Rory McIlroy. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> um, Incredible. Yeah. I, 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 
you know what? If Max wants to go golfing, then Lando should take him golfing. This yeah. is kind of where I'm at with it. Because, and yesterday, they broke the internet with their little... I hate it. I, d- I do not understand why everyone is so obsessed with that video. It was so funny. <laughs> Lando looked like a little gremlin. He looked about three feet tall. And he was like working he is. He is about three feet tall. No, okay, let's not you lie. You can't talk. <laughs> you can talk either, but like he... I'm like taller than you. Anyway. <laughs> no, it was hilarious. It was kind of hilarious. It was like the fleet with Mac in the background and the fact that Mac was just like watching him and there were pancakes. There were just you so know many what? layers. I hated each each and every layer of this. Like to I quote I, Shrek. To oh quote goodness. Shrek, Why? How did we come layers. to this? <laughs> Lando Norris having breakfast has layers. That's a how, quote from Shrek. How, yeah. how do I de- delete everything from my mind? How, okay, what do you say about Shrek? Why did because we come to this? Shrek. I do too, but how did we come to this <laughs> point that you are quoting Shrek during an episode? Because I love Shrek. <sighs> yeah. I. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, you can't argue with that. Everyone loves Shrek. If you don't, you know You're what? Wrong. You know what? I <laughs> I have a hot take here. Why does like in some? Oh my god! Where are you going with this? <laughs> I don't know why, but now that you're talking about Shrek, like Lando hilariously <laughs> reminds me of Donkey in some way. Okay, I really didn't think that's what you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say something very similar <laughs> but different. Um... <laughs> I was about to get defensive. I personally don't see it. But what I will say is Max Futrell gives Puss in Boots vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I see yeah, it. Cool. Yeah, cool. Cool. cool, um, cool. Should cool. we start with the recap then? I'm just glad we've cleared that up. Can yeah. we name the episode that? What? Max Futrell is giving Puss in Boots. No, but that's going to be in the description. Okay. No you can worries. Quote me on that. I want that on my gravestone. Oh, please. This will. Yeah. It's giving puss in boots. Anyway, <laughs> let's do the race. Let's do the um, recap. Yeah, we're going to go by um, Constructors Championship from 10th to 1st. So we're going to yeah. start with Haas, which didn't have who, who of course didn't oh, have a good season um disclaimer i'm gonna roast every single one of them okay <laughs> as I'm we so should ready. um yeah starting with the worst of them all um number 21 in the 20 driver championship um yeah. with zero points i'm not gonna say his name we all know who he is um egg could you be any worse? Like, you lost against someone who was there for two weekends. How do you manage that? I'm just saying, the first two bullet points I have written down are, good God help us all, <laughs> what even was that? Yeah, good point, actually. But you know what I have to say um, about Haas in general? Like, I feel, I feel like Mick... Is the George Russell of Haas because he? Okay. It's... Hang on a minute. <laughs> Hi, I'm hanging on. What are you on. trying to say about Gokifi right now? 
I am saying that similarly to how George outperforms the Williams, Mick continuously outperformed that tractor of a horse. Yeah, I mean, he outperformed it in like P19. Yeah, but like it's a horse. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> and also, oh, so that's not tr- that's not exactly true. No, like, no, I've got some stats on this. His his qualifying average, like, is sixteen point five. Oh, you have data, data. Okay, I have data, data, and like, it's not that bad. It could it's be not. worse. Yeah, it could it could be much worse. In like considering it's his first season, I'm not mad, and I'm excited to see what he does this year. Honestly, I just I have a couple more things to say about Mazaspin. Um, <laughs> Please do. Just because, yeah. Honestly, there's watch. There's a there's a there's a video on YouTube. I'll watch it. Compilation of like all of the drivers just being mad at him. Um, oh, that, Stroll, that one is have you amazing. Seen it? Yeah. Have you seen it? Stroll, absolutely. Manson's about to park his car and like get out and square up. Lando makes like weird angry noises. <laughs> Kimmy, like silently in the pit lane, just anger overtakes it. It's honestly, it's, it's hilarious. It's like poetic cinema. Um, I should laugh. No, because it's so funny. Like you have to laugh because otherwise, otherwise, you know. You... I like forget this man's personality. There is not. I can't find one like thing. There's not one likable thing about him. Like for each driver, I've got like notable mention races, and mine for him is just. <laughs> There's. <laughs> I've got like Baku. P14, but like, how many cars were behind him? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is the thing. Monaco P17, how many cars were behind him? Um, this is <laughs> this is the thing. Like, to me, there was really not a standout drive, and I'm talking purely based on a drive perspective. He's he he should not be in Formula One. Forget yeah. everything else about him. I know it's hard, but we have to overlook it right now. Um, he no. There's nothing. There's nothing good here. Um, I've genuinely got written down here, and I quote, bringer outer of the blue flag, spinner of other people's cars. Most hated <laughs> by all. That's it. As he Literally should be. go home as well. I'll write it down. Yeah, um, as, as he should be. Yeah. I just I just really wanted to bring everyone's attention to the compilation of drivers getting mad at him. Because... <laughs> It is literally, it is, it's beautiful. Anyway, Mick, yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't have much else to say other than um, Mick. I, f- I feel like Mick learned a lot this year and that was, his, that was his focus this year. So I think we're going to be surprised with what he does next, this season. I think it's going to be much better for him. I think he's learned a lot about the car. Um, well, I will say, my notable mention... Is it a Mick, car or is it a tractor? It's a tractor, but I was trying to be polite. Um, Since when are we polite in this podcast? Yeah, you make a good point. It's only going to go downhill from here, I'm just saying. Um, 
my notable mention for Mick was Hungry. Oh, yeah, uh, good. When he raised Max, I really thoroughly enjoyed that because, like, he did that. He really did, yeah. He did that. Um, and I think, you know, his rookie season was good considering, you know, the Haas was, like, calling the Haas a tractor is an insult to tractors. It, true. So, like, good for him. He wasn't P21 in a P20 driver championship, so good for him. Like, good. that's all I have. I think that's a, that says it all really sums it up. Yeah. Um, so, then yeah. M- moving on to Alfa Romeo. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, for Antonio, he he is quite equal with, like, race standings and qualifying standings, so he doesn't, like, make big improvements and he doesn't no. um, and, lose much. Um, any, to be honest, any qualifying that he did that was like, wow, it went very quickly wrong. Yeah. Like, um, he very quickly dropped back. Like, the race pace was simply not there. Yeah, I only, ha- I only, ha- <laughs> I only have two things, like, marked with him. Um, the P9 race in Saudi. Saudi. And the P wait, where have it? Where do I have it? Oh, that was the only one. I P ten in Monaco. Yeah, P ten in Monaco, but like that's that's what I've got for my notable um, Antonio mentions. Um, yeah, for for Kimi, he is a much better racer than qualifier. He yes. makes he makes up a lot during the races. Um, some highlights: P eight in Mexico. And P8 in Sochi. So, like, good yeah. for him. I'm still glad that he's gone. Respect. Um, I do not like Alfa Romeo. To be honest, yeah, I don't really like Alfa Romeo as a team. I don't really like their car. I'm not invested, to be honest. Like, I wasn't really paying much attention. Kimi, Meh. yeah, he's, mu- he's much better in the race than he's in qualifying. I think his race pace is probably down to his experience as well. Yeah, like, his race pace is really good. To be honest, I just enjoyed the radios. Um, and when he got mad at Mazapin <laughs> and like yeeted past him, that was incredible. Um, maybe he would have had a better season if they gave him his drink. Anyway, anyways, um, anyway, moving, was, moving, yeah. yeah, moving on to Williams, um, Nikki, goatee, <laughs> Go yeah. Uh, Nikki once again quite equal with um, race and qualifying. Not much of a difference. Um, um, some highlights. Some highlights I have are um, P seven Hungary, Hungary, and P nine in Belgium. But that isn't that really a race. Monza, he got P eleven. I thought that was like good. For, yeah. I know we did have quite a few DNFs in Monza, um, but still, P11 was decent. There wasn't that many people. I think it was only like three or four that were DNFs. Yeah. Um, I think there's the thing about Nicholas is that there is very clear development. Like, yeah. you can see. He, like, he, did, he did much better at the end of the season than he did in the beginning. Yeah, his second half of the season was better. And also, I would say that, like, I actually quite enjoyed watching him race other people. Like, when it happened, like, before everything went wrong in Abu Dhabi, mm. <laughs> I enjoyed that. And there were a couple of other things. Um, he did have five DNFs. 
Yeah, but that's yeah, like that's, that's not all his fault. So you know, I I take my hat off to him. And I good mean, and I mean, him. in the end, he's got seven points. So like, yeah. good for him. Um, yeah, exactly. And I also think now that we don't have um, like George as a comparison, he's gonna stand out much um, more than before. Uh, like, like not to downplay Alex, but like I'm in two minds. Okay, you you have to, you have two wolves inside of you. Yeah, I do because half of me is like, I don't think that Alex is gonna have the best season in the world, but everyone loves Alex. Yeah. So again, he just has well, another teammate. Red Bull doesn't love Alex, so like Red Bull does love Alex and. Mr. I love Max Verstappen. Um, they do love Alex. I don't care what anybody says. It's just they toxic do love. love Alex. It's toxic, but it's love. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. My concern for, for Nikki is that he's just gone from George Russell to the other George Russell. <laughs> because everyone does love Alex. Like, yeah. Everyone does love him. Like, he is probably, he's like no man's land in the Red Bull versus Merck thing. <laughs> because everyone loves his friendship with like George and stuff. But like the Red Bull fans love him as well because of, I don't think because of his driving. I'm not going to lie. The thing, the thing I have with like Alex. Because of the and, Rookie and, of the Year video. And yes. No, but like Alex and and George are such good friends and like yeah. for the for George to be like full on Lewis Stan and Mr. I love Max Verstappen it's it's incredible like yeah. this, this this dynamic is just something else isn't it I love them together I just yeah. love I, I just love it you know so um, I hope Nicholas does stand out but I can see it going two ways to be honest yeah sadly I think that even I, if, I, even if I, he I drives he better well. I think even if he drives better, people would still focus on Alex. I just want to see... The only thing I want to see is improvement yeah. for Nikki. Like for William. He, he, yes, that especially. But, like, to see... It's always frustrating when you have a driver that has, has the potential and they yeah. can't do anything because of the car. We've seen it in the first season with George. Yeah. Um, oh, George flew under the radar so much. Until back here. Yeah, which is, but like, as I was saying, George has great potential. He always had. Yeah. Um, and in, the fir- in his first season, everyone looked at Alex and Lando um, because the, the Williams was uh, literally the horse that, of this season. Yeah. So you couldn't really see how good of a driver he is, and from no. from more on, he he showed it much more. And all I want to see from Nicky is more of that development of him getting better and the car improving. Um, yeah, that's all I want. Honestly, I want Nicky to be happy, and I want more. Yeah. And I want to see more of his girlfriend. Not gonna lie. Yeah, me too. Anyway, that's just, that's also another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bisexual panic. Yeah. Moving um, on. Yeah. George. Georgie. Georgie boy. Um. Yeah. I love it. Mr. And, 
we've talked about this, but again, in comparison to Nikki, much better qualifying position on average, yeah. much better race, um, yeah, race qualification on average. We've been say, new. Like, yeah, you can. Yeah, I would yeah. just say I was gonna say because we talk about qualifying. Um, I think the qualifying he is just shows like his speed and like his his pace because. Well, let's face it the races were not as strong as his qualifying yeah um so i think that just shows his talent as a driver i think that's what to be honest like when you've got a car like a williams in my opinion you should be focusing a bit more maybe on qualifying yeah i mean for the driver did, i mean he did get that p3 in russia in qualifying yeah exactly he so didn't like keep it for the race but he 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 can do that you know, he qualified P2 in Spa. Mons- yeah, yeah, he did. So, you know, I think things like that we we should be looking at more so maybe than his race positions because a car like that doesn't have the race pace, but it just shows that what he can do across a lap. And I think, oh, I'm just, I'm so excited. I am too. I, I, Mercedes are really I, giving us the content now as well. I'm really as, excited. Honestly, we've been waiting. I, uh-huh. It's been 84 years and now Literally. finally we're getting that content. I feel like now with George, we've seen glimpses of his yes. potential, even with Zakir. Mm-hmm. Um, but now this season, we're going to see like full force George Russell. I, okay, I unlocked He's... a memory the other day, by the way. Oh, goodness. Oh, I go- realised oh. that I kind of saw some of Sack here and didn't, like, realise what I was watching. I didn't really know, because obviously I wasn't doing anything about F1, so I was like, oh, who is this man? Why have they given him the wrong tyres? That's stupid of them. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was it. And I, like, unlocked this memory the other day, and I was like, Core memory. George. <laughs> I was like, Mom, why have they done this to this man? Like, Give him the right tires. How hard can it be? <laughs> she was like crying. <laughs> oh, we love George Russell in this household. I was I, like, what? Well, I didn't understand. The and thing is, do do you know anyone who doesn't like George Russell? That's do you? Yeah, a lot of people don't like George. How? Why? I don't know. Locked. A lot of people just don't like him. A lot of people don't like his like vibe. I Do you not remember when everyone was calling him a Tory last week? <laughs> True. Um, yeah. No, a lot, a lot of people don't like him. Like, I, his personality, I think, because he gives, like, a certain vibe. And yeah. Don't like it. No, I but love I his vibe. He's like a, he's like like a British grandpa. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean... Also, brain flex. That man knows how to do. He's good do in the wet. Rain. <laughs> He's good in the wet. <laughs> Unlike someone else. Someone else is very good in the wet, and he happened to make a very unfortunate decision. Okay. Um, Which um, he admit was his own decision, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he did. He did actually. We can, so it's fine. We'll get to that. Um. 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 Yeah, the Merc thing is great. I mean, look at what he did in a literal golf cart like he's gonna be good in the mercedes if he can do it in the williams think about what he can do in the mercedes um i'm so excited but i do feel like he will not to be controversial but like i i felt throughout the season that 
Valtteri was fighting that second driver position in some way. We will get to Valtteri. Um, yeah, but like, <laughs> let me let me get my hot take out. I feel like even yeah. though we will see a big development in George, I feel like he will come second and will gladly be second to Lewis. Um, yeah, because I think the thing is with George, he knows that if he if he plays second driver now, he will be first soon. He like I think he knows if he does his job well as second driver, he will stay. The there thing for a about long George time. is I, a lot of people are saying they think that he won't play the team game. Oh, um, he did. He did. Yeah, Can't yeah, you this remember? Is the thing. People people are saying that he won't do it, and I think that that is very stupid to assume because the thing about George is that this man understands the the assignment he does understand I remember um I I can't remember which race but he literally told the team to prioritize Nikki yeah prioritize Nikki to like and see he still got points out of that race Obviously, it's a bit different when you're in a Williams and when you're in a Mercedes fight. For a yeah, but he's he but still so. he still knows when to put the team first. Which exactly, is this the is point. The this is the thing, and I think you know he will do what Toto tells him to do. This is the reality. But I don't think he'll be like Valtteri in that he'll never be able to fight for a championship. I think the thing about George is that he's young, and we know that he is probably the future of Mercedes. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like he doesn't need to worry. Like, he can play the team game as long as they need him to because then we're not far away now, I don't think, from Lewis retiring. No, I think he will. He will. I think he will aid and dip. Yeah, exactly. So, George knows that first seat is his soon. So, it, like, benefits him to play the team game. Exactly. Um, My notable mention for George... Spa qualifying, not whatever that was that they called Sochi, race. Sochi qualifying. Sochi qualifying, yes. Hungary, PA, Monza, P9. We'd we'll love to see it. Good. Um, Aston Martin. Oh. <laughs> A disappointment in itself. Not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Um, Let's talk about Lance. Yeah, Lance, by the way, Lance is an incredible racer, I've realised. because he. I need to pay more attention to him in the race, I'm not going to lie. You do need to, because in on average, he uh, makes up three positions during a race. Does he? That's, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, which is kind of in comparison to everyone else, who either does lose... Or just improves by like one or two places. That is great. He's a, he's a very good racer. I, I think need to pay more attention to you. Yeah, I I do as well because I I thought Lance had had a bad season, and then when you I mean, look, it wasn't the best. It was it, it wasn't the best. But if you just look at his statistics and look at it on his own, he makes the best out of what he has. To be honest, I think he doesn't qualify well. He he doesn't know. He doesn't qualify well. Also, Aston Martin was literally the most unreliable of all of the tractors. True. Okay? Not yeah. in terms of it, like, broke a lot. It did kind of break a lot. But, like, honestly, one track, they'd be, like, fighting for a podium. The next one, they'd be, like, trying yeah. to get past Mazepin. So, like, 
Honestly, it was very unreliable. You did not know what you were going to get with the Aston Martin. Um, Lance's best result was in Qatar, P6. Um, honestly, I've got it written down. I'm choosing to blame the car because I think we've seen Lance do better in different cars. And yeah, I, I, don't know. I mean, I mean, he did get a podium in a Williams. Exactly. Exactly. So we know he can do it. I need to pay more attention to Lance during the races, I think, because I don't yeah. know much about his driving or anything really and i just I, I can't get on board with the aston martin thing like that car is shocking yeah i, I it, they better improve their like track reliability because Honestly, this this up and down is making me go crazy as a fattle fan it's exactly. it's heartbreaking yeah. um, um talking although, about yeah i just i just have to say. <laughs> One thing I need to bring up for Lance, um, Monaco. <laughs> oh, Monaco. They will, they you will... know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, that replay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, talking about Zep, he is consistent. I mean, he, um... he in in a way where he he doesn't like lose a lot on average but he doesn't win a lot so he always kind of he he is the overtaking king but also like if i look at it now except for some races he doesn't really make up much he no i think the, the thing is he doesn't make up much he does but then he loses it again yeah that car is shocking shocking and terrible it's a terrible terrible car the two highlights that i have is azerbaijan baku yes we left to see it it. and before he was disqualified which i still despise um hungary we left to see it he was so happy i love him in green i it's incredible I hope they improve the car next year because I don't want to see Seb suffer anymore. I've been I've been through enough. I need to say though, like he had four DNFs and one disqualification, and he still beat Lance. (laughs) True. Sorry, Lance. Um, Sorry, Lance, but it's true. Um, Yeah, like this man was driving a tractor, and he still pulled it all the way to the podium twice. Yeah. Yes, twice. We do not. We do not acknowledge Hungary. Um. But it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. That car, I I, I can't get over. <laughs> like I can't get over how much I hate that car. Yeah, it's. I hate that car because you every weekend it was like I mean I wasn't that I wasn't even invested remotely in Aston Martin. I'm not really. I'm a fan of Seb. I as I've made clear, I know nothing about Lance. Um, I'm but. But I'm not invested at all, and even this car was annoying me. Yeah, it like, and and as a fan, I can tell you, it is incredibly fl- frustrating to I'm see, sure it is. especially with all the ups and downs. Like you had some races which were incredible. See Azerbaijan, where he got a podium, or Zeb got a podium, and then a couple of weeks later, they are fighting for like the last couple of places with Haas. So, like, what are they doing? Please, Lawrence, Papa Smurf, do something because do something. this is this is 
hideous. Open, open the wallet, mate. Come on. You have enough. So like, you have enough money to do this. And you have, it. and you have a Merc engine. You, they, you literally have a Merc engine. We have seen what is possible with the Merc engine. You should be up there. You should not be doing whatever this is. Okay, sort it out. I don't know exactly what the problem with the car was because there were so many. Um, you know what I think? I I have the, I have a theory. I, I think I told you this before because um, in the 2020 season we had the pink Mercedes where they yes. basically copied the 2019 Mercedes. So, yeah. and since all of this was forbidden then, they oh had God, basically... Technical difficulties. No. Are we? Oh. Hello? Are, we, are you there? We are we are experiencing some technical difficulties. I think. Are you? I don't. Yeah, it's fine. It's back now. Carry on. Okay. Um. Yeah. My theory is that since, um, they were forbidden to copy other teams, they had to start from scratch, and they didn't do a great job. Yeah. Let's hope we- that next year is better. I want to see Seb in a better car again. So. Yeah, I want him to win again. I just want to see him smile. He is so wholesome. I just, yeah. Would you in- love to see it? Incredible. Um, yeah, Baby Red Bull. Let's talk about Baby Red Bull. Yuki! Yuki! Um, rookie King. I'm sorry, I had to. Yeah, he is the Rookie King. Um, I mean, he made a whole bunch of rookie mistakes. <laughs> directly into the side of Lance Stroll. Um, I think that's notable. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it was, to be honest, like, I love Yuki. He wasn't the best. But also, he wasn't the worst. worst. Yeah. Like, he... It could have been, like, compared to some of the other rookies this year, last year, it, it was okay. Yeah. You know, like, I think my main argument with Yuki would be that, like, arguably his tractor was, like, the fastest tractor. True. We've so, seen what, we, we'd see what Pierre did. Exactly. I mean, when we get to Pierre, don't worry, I have plenty to say about Pierre. <laughs> um, but the thing about Yuki, I would possibly argue no, in fact, I will argue that I believe that in Altari, he should have done a bit better than he did. Yeah. Um, but then my counter-argument to that is that because him and Pierre are split by the Aston Martins, my counter-argument is, like, he, like those are two more experienced drivers who got podiums in the season. So it's not that hard to believe 14. But I think with his car and his racecraft, he should have done a bit better. You know what the problem with Yuki is? He had a lot of DNFs. Yes, he did. Compared to some other drivers, he had a lot no, of... No, him and Pierre had the same amount. True. But Pierre didn't have this up and down that Yuki had. Like, you have yeah. some... You have some races where he finished, like, for example, I think it's Hungary where he finished P6. And then you have other uh-huh. races where he, where he like, finished P16. Yeah. Where I'm like, this, of course, this is a rookie thing. 
Um, and we know this because when you he was only one year in F2 yeah. um, and it's a it, the biggest step in single seaters are from F2 to F1 so yeah, of course sure. it takes time to get used to it um, and we can't I, the thing I feel like Yuki can't really be compared to anyone else in the sense no. in the sense that the other rookies make and Mazaspin, of course, have a much worse car. So you can't take that as a comparison. And every other yeah, driver no is more really experienced. In, in, in that field that, that he should be driving in that you can't compare him to. Exactly, because everyone else uh, either has a worse car or more experience. Um, yeah, I, I, I do agree with you on that. I will say, like, I think he had a decent rookie season. I'm not going to lie. He, like, yeah. He did have a decent season. And I mean, it looks pretty bleak in parts, but he did it. Yeah. It's fine. It's um, good. Some highlights yeah. Yeah, highlight I have is the P4 in Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. and the, of the P6 in Hungary and also, everything. Oh, yeah. Also, his defense that like one time against Lewis. Oh, like, yeah. True. Sure. I was at Turkey, I think. Uh, Something yes. like that. Something like that, yeah. That defense was nice. I enjoyed that. It's like Mick and the Sabbath, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good. They de- he defended like a lion. He didn't defend like. I mean, he did defend like a lion because his car literally broke down like as <laughs> Lewis got past him. <laughs> yeah, it, you win some, you lose some. I mean, we have to put that quote somewhere in the podcast. So, like, I wanted to use it. Um, the gas man. He did. Oh. I I want. I don't want to say well. I want to say quite well. He is. He is mm. a better. He's a better qualifier than he is a racer. Yeah, his race pace is is, is non-existent. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's no, it's it's lit. It's true. Yeah. Um, I've seen him do some really nice stuff over there. I've seen him. I've seen him make some nice moves in previous seasons. Um, there wasn't really anything that he did in any races that stood out to me that much. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, he he is pretty consistent around like fifth yeah. till like seventh. Um, I would say so. Yeah, I think I think um, the thing with Pierre is that he was very unlucky. Yeah, like he had four DNFs. And then also in Turkey, Nando spun him, I think. Yeah. So, you know, he did have some pretty unlucky moments. Um, but he is qualifying king. P5. Yeah. Is, um, is. So, race highlights, I have his podium in Baku. Um, yeah. But other than that, I mean, he is consistent as one of the best of the rest. Yeah, exactly. I would I would agree with you there. Um Baku, yeah, him and him and Charles, that yeah. like, little battle they had in Baku was very enjoyable to watch. Lando was like lurking in the background, but like <laughs> him and him and Charles, that was that was nice to watch. Um it's interesting as well to see him as like the number one driver. It's weird, isn't it? It is kind of weird. Um like it was good. He had, I've got this written down, and I quote, had the fastest of all of the tractors 
in that you him and Yuki had the faster tractor, but he was like driving the tractor the fastest. Yeah. Out of everyone. So like <laughs> good for him. Like his car wasn't the greatest. He had some pretty bad reliability problems with the Alpacari. Which I think come on guys. Sort it out. You have the you have the funds necessary. Do better. Yeah, but the funds go into the Golden Boy. So, like, what do yeah, we expect? Yeah, of course they, of course they do. But like, it doesn't look good for Red Bull either to have like a bad <laughs> sister team, child team, whatever you want to call it. That people argue about this at the moment. Yeah, um, both. Whether it's the sister team or the or the or the, or the team or the baby team, <laughs> baby team, yeah. um, B team. I just that's what I call it. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I also like to see him, I love to see him, like, hating Red Bull while also playing the team game, like, in Qatar. Like, the yeah. way this man, like, hates Red Bull, <laughs> but then, like, he, like, did that. You know, you know who I think Me- uh, Mercedes would take if oh, Lewis would not retire? Not Lewis again. No. I, I do feel like they would snatch Pierre, and Pierre would be happy to go to Mercedes. We've discussed this so many times. But it's true, isn't it? Like he okay. would, he would take his legs and run. Hear me out. The on first this. opportunity he gets. Two two things I think about Pierre, where Pierre could go. There's two teams. I'll give you the the Merck thing. So three teams, but the other two teams, and this kid on YouTube got me thinking about this as well. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that kid Alpine. on YouTube. I can see him at Alpine. Like clear Ooh. as day, I can see my Albion, but also mm. McLaren. Mm. No, I I would no, I, I, I can see me out on this. Okay, me out on this. Yeah, it's less about McLaren, more about. Can you imagine him and Lando as teammates? Forget like the drama. No, can you imagine like the power, and like because they'd be so competitive, and but they'd also be a really good team. I think, and oh, it just kind of blows my mind. Yeah, no, I don't see it. The only thing that I <laughs> no, but like okay. I, I can't see either of them because like he and Esteban do not get along. No, I know they don't, but I'm uh, I'm not saying and that no one is knows still why. No one knows why they used to be besties. They and u- then... the, he used to be one of Esti besties besties, and now exactly. they are enemies. And I want to know with a. 300k slow burn fan fiction why this happened but they're living it they are living it I've, we are living I've... through the slow burn <laughs> to be honest I, I, I think apparently it came down to the fact that like when they were racing it got like too competitive and I think something happened because of that that's what I have read from what they both said about so it like, so like Max and, and Charles with the incident yeah Nico yeah. and Lewis oh yeah uh. vibes yeah um, yeah, talk- I know. To me, I, it sounds like I'm not impressed by Pierre's season. I was impressed by his season. Like it was good. It was good. Yeah, I just I, I the thing is, I, if I would care more about Gasly, I think I would be more excited. Also, yeah, I'm not like a massive Gasman fan. Like he's great, good for him. I enjoy his presence. I, I I do enjoy oh, the way he it. races, not gonna lie. But I Yeah, I, I kinda like watching him drive. I'm not gonna like you. <laughs> um I personally think he should have Actually no. 
maybe he could have. Maybe, maybe he could have been. I think him and Daniel should have had a bit more competition between them. Yeah, because Daniel very comfortably got P eight. He did. So I just, I just think it should have been a bit closer, maybe for Pierre. Yes, we have yeah. talked. We had a snippet about Alpine because you um, brought it up. Let's move on to Alpine. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with Alpine at the moment, but I kind of am. I don't like, know. I, the thing is, I don't, I don't really particularly care for either of their drivers. Like Esteban is kind of cool. Fernando, we know my feelings on Fernando. <laughs> Fernando um, is Fernando is evil. Yeah, no, Fernanda, no, no, um, no. Your cat is. Yeah, my cat is evil as well. That's a separate issue. We've discussed this before. <laughs> but yeah, we know my feelings on Fernando. I don't really care, but for some reason, I'm like, I would put money on it. Alpine are going to be a surprise. Not the, maybe this season, but like the next couple of seasons. Um, yeah. Depending yeah. on if they get their GP two engine fixed. Yeah, well, there um, is that. they're having a bit of a problem at the moment, but that's that's why I'm saying maybe not this season. The thing about Alpine is that both Esteban and Fernando, in on average, qualify at eleventh. Both of them, um, but Fernando is probably, from his experience, the better racer um, because he makes up more places on average. So it does make sense that Fernando is also before Esteban in the championship. Yeah, it kind of does make sense. I mean, Esteban, I, I have so much, but yet nothing at all to say. <laughs> like... Yeah, um, both, I feel like from what I'm looking at now, both had very much up and downs during the season they honestly they weren't like it it wasn't very consistent and they had great weekends and also like horrible weekends Um, i think fernando had the horrible weekends esteban did i'm kind of esteban did good like it was great but like he did kind of on average better than Kind of. Like, when you actually think about it, Fernando, I can think of, uh, first half of the season, I can think of some times where Fernando had some really bad results. I think, the thing about Fernando, he got, he got some, like, better in terms of the fact that Esteban got a win, and then Fernando got, like, a podium, and then he got, like, a solid couple of finishes as well but Esteban I can't remember Esteban ever really being like low down in the... oh no he was he was 17 a couple of times yeah like whereas Fernando I can think of like I can think of quite a few times where he, he did bad yeah I that's what I'm saying both of them had up and down yeah when it and, was good it and... was really good <laughs> But but what you're saying makes sense. It's kind of confusing since since Esteban had the win exactly. as to why Fernando is in front of the championship. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, Hungary was my biggest what the fuck of like the entire <laughs> season. Like that, honestly, threw me. I, I I didn't I I stood literally I was I was at work when I was watching this and I stood for like however long that race lasted, stare in the same space, staring at my iPad 
like unmoving, just staring blankly. As you, as you should. Like I genuinely, I could not from one thing to the next. I could not. Um, I didn't. I didn't know what I was looking at. To be quite honest with you, like from the the start, and then and then uh, Fernando. And then Esteban winning, I genuinely have no idea what I was watching. Like it was like <laughs> a fever dream. It was the honestly biggest what the fuck of the entire season. I yeah, no, I could it, not process. It, it was the weirdest race of the season as to things that happened. Like it started in the first lap and it didn't seem to end. Exactly. It was it. Ugh, it was so weird. I saw some like it, saw it was some it was footage the... of Hungary the other day, and I was like, "Oh my god, that happened!" And yeah. that happened. It was yeah, it was a lot. But like, I, Esteban I f- did a good job there. I feel like we had like two weird races this season. It was it was Hungary and Jeddah, where you are like Jeddah, my beloved. Where you where you sit there and watch the race, and it's like, how did this even happen? Like literally, I I didn't I kind of like dissociated for some part of Hungary, and then Esteban won, and I was like, how how did that even happen? I did. Mm. It, it, it yeah, it was weird. Honestly, speaking of Jeddah, Ocon in Jeddah <sighs> was honestly hilarious and yeah. devastating. <laughs> Both <laughs> um, at the same time. The way Red Bull and Merck used him as like a bargaining chip to like blackmail Michael Massey was <laughs> hilarious. Um, I just thought that was worth mentioning. To be honest, like he did give Nando on for his money. He like, did. There was, there was only seven points between. I them. yeah. Uh, it's considering the experience Nan- Nando has, I would have thought there would be much bigger difference yeah exactly like you know i would say obviously my notable mentions um hungary, hungary. Obviously, yeah p1 qatar p5 yeah and uh jeddah p4 jeddah yeah <laughs> sorry the, my my arab jumped out no it's she's fine here. no she's among us we love her um no yeah, the thing makes an appearance yeah we love that. Um, yeah. I don't want to talk about McLaren because I feel like I have something bad to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's start with Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first point I've hot, got for hot take. Hot take. His first half of the season was better than the second. And even that wasn't the best. Yeah, true. I, okay, true, the first true, true, point true. I've got for Daniel, it's not great. The second point, it's, it's just worse. not great. <laughs> the the first half, the first half, it's like it's 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 bad, and then the second, to the cars. and then like, the, no, and then <laughs> and then the second half, it's just it's worse. Like Honestly, after after the the Monza win, it went all downhill, not gonna lie. Yeah, to be honest, I'm devastated. Because <laughs> I love Daniel. I, I have known Daniel, like, before I even knew anything about F1, my mum loves Daniel. Yes, she obviously. should, honestly. Obviously. <laughs> we, love, um, we love a sunshine, don't yeah. we? we? Yeah, so does Lando. <laughs> anyway, um, 
Um, my whole body is cringing <laughs> right now. Why would you say that? The smaller world just collapsed inside of you. <laughs> <laughs> I have two wolves inside of me. One hates the nickname, and one wants to be wants to have that nickname. Exactly. Moving it's on. Also, it's a tricky balance. But yeah, honestly, <sighs> Daniel, Daniel, <laughs> why? Um, yeah, he's honest, gotta get Daniel. For he me, needs, he needs to get his shit together. Not gonna lie, I. For me, he's the factor that raises the question: Was Ferrari just that good, or was McLaren just that not good? I like, think. Um, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I th- but like, I yeah. think it it kind it's it's kind of both. I think the McLaren had a great start because they developed the better car from the yeah. beginning. Yeah, where um, Ferrari kind of. And since and since they yeah they didn't use any development keys uh, last season, which is why Ferrari caught up with them, which might improve this year. So like, let's hope that it was all worth it. To be honest, I I would say overall, it should have been better because he had a decent car. Yeah, and he had. Is in a good team, you know. Obviously, I will argue that adjustment is important, but like the thing about Daniel is sometimes the car worked for him and sometimes it didn't. So that's where I would say like it should have been better overall because sometimes like you take Monza, uh, Kota, Sochi, and like even in the beginning, good. and even in the beginning, he got some decent like he finishes, got some, like, solid midfield, like Except, you know, right yeah. in the middle there of the points. That's decent. And then just, I don't know, like, I think it should have been better. And I hate to say it because I love him and I want it to be better next year. And I'm excited to see what him and Lando both, how they both adjust in a car that's new to both of them. Um, I hope they bring something. I think Lando. (laughs) Probably, yeah. Understandably so, to be honest. But, you know, he was 45 points off Lando. So let's see where we finish it next year. Yeah. Um, Lando, pretty consistent. He had some oh. outplays where he did... I I don't want to say bad, but he was out of the points. Um, 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 um. I mean... Speak your truth. I mean... Oh, goodness. I Listen... <laughs> When was he out of the points? Um, he was out of the points in Belgium. Okay, why was he... that? <laughs> why was that? Um, he. I, okay, I will get defensive here because it... Bottas ruined everything. Bottas no, he... ruined his point streak. I mean, if it's... Bottas hadn't happened, so Spa would have, but the point streak still would have been longer. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Honestly, it was a roller coaster. Yeah. It was a roller coaster because he started off consistent king, P3 in the standings, competitive against the rebel. I'm actually, I'm no, but like, I'm actually surprised how long he, he like, he really clung on to P3. (laughs) He did. Like, when I was watching, when I started watching F1, he was still in P3. So, like, that wasn't until, like, Monaco, like, 
uh, and then he got that go, P3 you know, again. Yeah, and then he, it came back. It came back. Um, I think Hungary and Belgium really kind of fucked with him. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. They, like, Hungary ruined his point streak, and then Belgium, I think, probably freaked him out a little bit more than it should have. Also, he... Danport was not the best. Mm. Monza? Chef's kiss. But Daniel did better. Yeah, because Lando played the team game. Don't start this with me again. Don't start this with me again. (laughs) You cannot... We've just discussed Daniel. It was not good. Okay? It was not good. Um, But from Monza, it does go downhill. His first pole led to the biggest fuck up of this season, <laughs> like out of all of them. And he still um, finished like decently. He, he was still P seven. Yeah. In Tot G. Um, he could have retired if he went into war. Not gonna lie. Like, yeah, exactly. It's... But let's, let's talk about that for a second because how <laughs> like that was that was like the best worst thing ever. Like yeah. the way he like didn't how he didn't put it in the wall. I don't know. Like, that was impressive. Like, you know that clip of Verstappen, like, drifting in the wet, and his engineer's like, <gasps> there's, like, a TikTok that I always see. It really annoys me. Yeah. That had or, the same energy. Or with with Lance, where he um, slipped also in Sochi, and he, okay. like, kind of... <laughs> he, he kind of scratched the wall, but not really. That was so funny because Lance did the exact same thing that Lando did. They were like, "Do you want to come for intermediates?" And he was like, "No." no. And then he literally, as the words leave his mouth, he goes into the wall. Um, so I mean, everyone calling out Lando for that. Go and call out Lance anyway. Um, yeah, the rest of the season was kind of bad. Obviously, I think a lot of it was it was not good luck because he had a lot of punctures. He messed up in. In, 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 in. Where am I thinking? Is it Brazil? I think it's Brazil. Wait, Where yeah. he went into Carlos. Yeah, Brazil. Yeah, that was not the best. Um, yeah. Some people would argue that the bad luck is the reason. Be- okay, no, to- no, 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 no. No. I'm not saying I am, but some people are. Some people think that just because he got some... <laughs> He can't drive anymore, and I'm not one of those people. Um, yeah, because he, he erased three in Abu Dhabi, but then he had a very bad start. Yeah, which is weird because statistically, <laughs> statistically, yeah, he's one of the fastest. He's like, I think he's the second joint second quickest reaction time. Which, if you've seen the quadrant video, is quite shocking. Um, but yeah, I, I don't so, watch Quadrant actually. I watch when it's all of them. I mean, it, he annoys or me. Or when so he's like... not there. <laughs> I watch everything. Um, I love them. It's not even about him anymore. They can do it without him, and I would still watch it. To be honest, Myron, um, my beloved. Yeah, that man. Niran, my beloved. He's doing most. He's the most. The only man I deserve respect. Big up, Niran. Um, And Ted. And Ted. (laughs) Okay. My two favourite British men. Um, But yeah. I I still... Also, I have to say, recovery driver masterclass. 
true. Very like, true. I have to say, every time they like messed him up with like red flags and stuff, he got it back. Like in Jeddah, he got I think like P10. Uh, let me look. Something uh, like that. And P9. P9. Yeah. P9. Like, and he got pushed like right to the back, and he kept like escaping crashes and stuff. Like recovery driver, must class. He like, did the I, most. He should have been P5, but I think if he had a better second half of the season, he could have even fought with Checo a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I um, think it would have been close to doing Checo. I think he, like, second half of the season, Ferrari's development, I think it was all a bit too many factors. Like, bad luck mixed with the Ferrari, mixed with some of the poor qualifying. Like, it hurt him. I think he should have been P5. And we all thought he was going to be the one. BP. Uh, I can't speak English. He should have been P5. Yeah. And he wasn't. No. So, it's how? someone else was. Um, talking about that someone else, <laughs> let's let's come to one of the evil teams. Oh, last thing. He carried McLaren on his back. Yes, he did. On. Yeah. <laughs> no. If he if he ever like goes out for back problems, I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Um Let's move on to the red team. They had, I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised looking at it now. They had pretty decent results at the beginning. But but, but McLaren did, at least Lando, did better. I mean, Um, the thing thing is, the reason no one was paying attention to Ferrari when they should have been, because we should have known that the threat was coming. Because Lando was like, look at me, I'm on the podium. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> and like, we didn't, we weren't focused with his, on the with enemy. His, with his little gremlin smirk. Yeah, his little gremlin champagne moment. We were all like, oh, look at that. And no one was paying attention to those demons <laughs> in their little Ferrari. I'm just saying, next month I'm going to Italy and I'm going to Monza and I'm going to the Ferrari factory and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find some stuff out. Okay. Ooh, if you find Mick, please tell him hello. Yeah, that exactly. If I see if, yeah, if I say if I see Mick Schumacher, I will in fact say hello to him. Okay. Just like a little yeah, like hi. wave. What's up? Um yeah. 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find everything out, and I'm going to destroy them from the inside out. Anyway, I can't. Anyway, I love Charles, so let's let's. let's can can I start with Carlos, please? You can. Um, because I have something to say. People have said that he is the one that like he got used to the car the most, and like people don't realize that. Oh, me and you do disagree. <sighs> People, pe- people don't realize that Ferrari does a lot of tests with old cars, and yeah. the Carlos did. I this is more or less confirmed. I'm not saying he definitely did, but it's most likely he did a lot of tests with the car of 2020, which is more or less the same car of 2021. I have heard this. So, of course, he is doing better than everyone else who changed teams because he has driven that car before in tests. It's like I've seen in in German broadcasts, I've seen people like Carlos, like, got used to it amazingly. And I was like, agreed. But to some extent, you don't realize that it's also because he has 
driven the car much more than other people. The thing is, you say this, and I do to an extent agree with you, but he's also like the most underrated. <laughs> yeah, but I hate him. I know you hate him. I'm not like a, I'm not a fan. Which myself. is which is which is funny when we go to into the ranking. Yeah, it, it it does get funny when we go into the ranking where Carlos is concerned. I'm not gonna lie. I was very impressed. I am also impressed, but I'm like very impressed. Like, but like we shouldn't hype the yeah, he he I I feel like he was too overrated this year in the sense of p in the sense of the way people said he got used to the car the best because he had like, much more driving time than the other ones. Even so, I would argue he was in a McLaren. You know, adjusting from one engine to the other as well. Like, I would say, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I do agree with you to an extent, but even so, it's still, still an adjustment to make. Like, no one expected him to do that well. I think that's the thing. No one expected, because of Charles and his role in the team, no one expected Carlos to do that well, whether or not he was adjusted to the car or not. No one expected him to do better than Charles, and that's what he did. You know, he was very, very good for Ferrari because he's consistent. And he was good for McLaren for the same reason. And I think he is a very underrated driver because, like, he's not, like, consistently bad. He's consistently, like, bringing the points. And yeah, he's, he's, that, consi- he's consistently average. We can see the, But he's not. He's good, like... He is yeah, average I mean, in terms of he doesn't like win and stuff. He doesn't get like podiums a lot, but he's consistent to the point where he jumped Lando, who had four, five, four, five, four, four podiums in the season. Charles, who had like one. <laughs> Although Charles P4 King, six times beating P4. And he got some P2s and stuff. He got AP2s. Um, like, he's jumped both of them in the standings. So, like, the consistency has paid off. Yeah. Like, the last thing I expected... Was for was Carlos, Carlos to do... Yeah. And for and for Carlos to do better than Charles. That's, also, that's also, what I didn't expect. Not one DNF. Uh, no. He didn't. Not one DNF. In a Ferrari... Yeah, I mean, can't say that from Charles, can we? Exactly. Also, he's a very clean driver. He is. He's, he's a like he's such a good driver. Like, he's I, such a good I driver. Don't, I don't want to agree, but I also don't want to but disagree. You do. you do agree. I'm not a fan. Okay, I'm not a fan for various reasons. I am not a fan of him. Whatever. As a driver, oh my god! <laughs> like he's. I yeah. I think I think it's more the personality type as to why we aren't a fan. To be honest, I don't really. I'm not that invested in Carlos. I don't know that much about him. I know why a lot of people don't like him. Like I don't know enough about that to get involved. Um, but I just I'm, I don't really care that much. Um, to be honest, because I I don't know. If I knew more, I would form an opinion. I just don't have one, really, because I don't know a lot about the controversy. So I'm not going to comment on that, because that would be wrong and out of turn. Um, but I don't know. I, I just think, as a driver, 
this is what I'm here to do today. I'm not here to talk about people's personalities. I'm here to roast them and compliment them. And honestly, as far as Carlos goes, it's just compliments all around. Yeah. Although qualifying crashes did sort of become a thing for him, like in the middle of the season. Did you notice that? I did, yeah. He just crashed a whole bunch and everyone was like, oh, there's signs again. Crashing. And then that stopped. I don't know what happened. Good for him. Maybe he got, like, he realised that maybe crashing out of qualifying isn't the best idea. Yeah, he saw Charles do it and was like, I'm going to try that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will get pole for once. Maybe I'll get pole. That's not how it works. Yeah, no. I yeah. feel like the McLaren and the Ferrari again, rivalry. Rivalry, that's the word. It really jumped out with him more than with Charles. True. Like, I I, f- I felt like I McLaren felt like sandwich. yeah. I felt like there was more of like Lando versus Carlos than there and was. There yeah. Was so much of him and Daniel as well. There was there was like a quite it was it got quite heated with him and Daniel sometimes. Yeah, you know why? Because Daniel always like gets his seat. No, because haven't you noticed like Daniel always gets Carlos's seat? I mean yeah, but also they are Lando's boyfriends. Lando's other two boyfriends. So okay, so like we're gonna have like Luisa who's his girlfriend and she's gonna say, Well that's Lando's this is my boyfriend, boyfriend Lando. Lando. This, this is, is Lando's, Lando's boyfriend. boyfriend. First, no, first, bo- first boyfriend. And Max. Yeah, all of it's them. a lot. Well, again, again, we've we've discussed this before. Yeah, <laughs> it's, Lando it's is his lover. Daniel is his other lover. Peto is his side piece. Max is his wife. <laughs> his wife. Um, some highlights I have for Carlos is the P two. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) it's the is the P two in Monaco and the P three in Sochi. P three in Abu Dhabi. True. Maybe it could have been P two if he'd been able to race Max. (laughs) Can you imagine if he'd been been able to? If Michael Massey had moved those cars out the way, (laughs) it could have been P two. It wouldn't have been P two, but it could have been. (laughs) Um, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to your cat. No, don't call him that. <laughs> I am gonna call him that. No. Yes. Okay. I feel like this could sound really weird out of context. <laughs> um, basically, I have a cat who has the same energy as Charles. That's what it is. There's nothing more to it. It's Chaotic evil. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They have the same look. Um. This man did not catch any breaks. No. <laughs> in fact, he did not use his brakes either when he drove into the wall in Monaco. Um, <laughs> Carlos kind of showed him up. Um, kind Monaco of. Was a kind big... of. <laughs> um, it, was, it was close. Like, the most the biggest rivalry, the most overlooked rivalry this season was between the two Ferrari drivers. Oh. In my opinion. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be honest, this man was so unlucky. He was always lurking in the background. But the thing is, like, the, the sad thing for Charles is that he was always lurking in the background. But, like, people only cared about Lando lurking in the background. <laughs> Meanwhile, Charles got people, like, six times. Yeah. No one cared. No one. Um, meow Meow is flying under the radar. 
little sad Ferrari noises. Yeah, sad meow meow noises. Um, because please, he's the OG please, meow meow. please, he's, he's please don't sad. I do. Uh, no. Yes, I, I have. I have enough with people calling Fernando their little meow meows, and no, I'm that's just like, and wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, wrong. please, please but tell them Charles, that. I've I tried. I will. I yeah. Will. But Charles is the original meow meow. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, um, he didn't catch was genuinely a tragedy to look at. <laughs> uh, but on the podium where he like pointed at his girlfriend, I was like, <laughs> I'm so alone. That was like the cutest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. You know what? Now that you mention it, can you imagine Lando's first podium no. that we will get? <laughs> I've seen some weird stuff on the internet about this. Let's not. <laughs> let's, not. L- let's not. Let's talk about this when it gets that far. Maybe we can do another meme review. I don't never again. <laughs> um, Philando's love life. Um, honestly, but to be fair, like he kind of deserves P two because that man dove out the way, like fighting for his life for what? <laughs> for what? For nothing. For no reason. So do you know what? If you're gonna let him pass that easily, you deserve P two. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. I think he should have done a bit better. He should have, yeah. Only because Carlos beat him. And, like, the balance is not... The balance is off. The balance is in despair right now. The balance is broken. It's broken. Broken, yeah. Okay. Um... And the package that Ferrari had... It should have been better. I'm sorry. No, I, I totally agree with you. Like, every time this man had the opportunity to fight for a podium, like... Something happens. Lando happens. <laughs> Lando happens. I know. Um, to be honest, P5 was like the competition spot because Daniel was too far back. So like those three, Sainz, Norris, Leclerc, they should have all been fighting for P5 and they were. And I really don't know how Charles ended up P7. I really do not quite understand. Um, if anything, my prediction going in would have been Lando, Charles, Carlos. That is simply not what we got. I was shocked. Meow Meow got got played. <laughs> um, but I like notable mention for him. Silverstone P2. Yeah, Monza P4. His driving Monza was so good. He was so unlucky, like with Valtteri. That's the yeah. thing. Like, true. Also, Checo kind of messed it up for him a little bit, <laughs> and like Lando said, "That's fine. I'll get you on the grass." And like, wasn't, it was just... wait, wasn't Charles the one who fought with Checo in Austria? Yeah, where he put him in the gravel like yeah. two times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, and I know this because Austria is like the highlight of my life. Um, <laughs> I love that race purely because of what Checo was doing um, to everyone in that race. Um, also, uh, America people that was good as well. That was a really nice drive. But in in retrospect, like he should have done better. Yeah. I I I feel like he he didn't catch a break, but also like it. I think. <sighs> I think had his luck like lined up a little bit better, he probably could have like maybe even jumped Lando at the end there. Maybe. 
I but honestly it, thought it didn't. Like, it, we did get to a point where I was like, Lando P7. Ooh. Hot take, yeah. But we didn't because Meow Meow did not pull through. <laughs> nope. Right. Um, You know, someone else who didn't pull through, Checo Paris. Checo, the Minister of Defence. I am kind of looking at it now. Considering he wasn't the best car of the grid, I am disappointed. I said it earlier, though. Honestly, I think that if Lando had like not had such a terrible, terrible, terrible second half, and he was in P5, I think he could have like touched on Checo a little bit. I think Checo could have been at risk. Yeah. Had, okay, uh, do you know what? Take Forget Lando, even. If the McLarens and the Ferraris hadn't been fighting each other so much, Checo could have been in danger. From in any d- one of them. Any one of, like, Sainz, Leclerc, Norris, any one of them could have... Could have. Yeah, he... I mean, if, if I look at it, like, the potential, we've seen it with Max. Mm. It was definitely there. But he, he just didn't make anything of it. I, I, I felt like that throughout the season. Where there it was were like, too many little the... slip-ups that cost quite a lot, I think. Yeah. Like, <sighs> the thing is about Checo, we know my dirty driver agenda. Because I, lo- I kind of love... I, I really started off not liking his driving style. Um, but now I kind of do. But, like, this man is either, like, the cleanest, like, most precise driver like, on the driver grid ever or he's like he will simply push you into the gravel there is no <laughs> between um, he said fine i'll go through <laughs> on the grass literally he said uh, fine i will push you onto the grass and then yeah also go off you like did like there were a couple of things he did i was like why like he overtook under the safety car like he let them pass him and then overtook them again yeah. i can't remember was that imola yeah, it was Imola. Yeah, like, I was like, there are a couple of things he did. I was like, we do it. Like, Monza as well, Austria. I was like, Checo. So honey. weird. So weird. What's up? <laughs> I, the thing is, sometimes I felt like he wanted to prove himself too much. The thing is, wingman extraordinaire, I have to say. Yeah, true. Like, but, but I know also... what you mean about trying to prove himself because his qualifying was so inconsistent at times. Like, not that more so than any other driver. He was probably more consistent than a lot of the other drivers. But I'm talking yeah, about in a Red Bull. Yeah. It was a lot like, of up and down. Like, if you, if you consider, um, he qualified 16th in Sanford. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, in a Red Bull. Sochi was really bad for him as well. He's not good in the rain. Checo. I mean, actually, no, I can't really say that because he outdid Lewis in the rain in Turkey. Yeah. But I like, it's... generally speaking, I'd say like there. Mm, I I don't know. I'm he, thinking. He, I'm thinking. He, far. I... I'm thinking. Sochi. What I'm saying is, <clears throat> he should have been like we've we've had drivers where you like they they should have been better. But actually, I'm but Checo had been should have been much, much better. Like he only has one hundred and ninety points. I'm just curious. I'm curious about this. 
Um. Oh, hang on. I have made an error. Bear with me. I'm doing my math. Do your math. Um. Yeah. Then I will. Oh just... my god. What? Yeah, that's like a good thirty-six points behind check uh, Bottas. Yeah. I mean, Signs was like almost thirty points behind him. But Signs was also not in the best car on the grid. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about the fact that there's one point behind Lando and Charles? If we can, yeah. That's I I just not good. I I just feel like that. Checo Checo didn't give what he was supposed to give. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I feel like I feel like. I was I was kind of excited to see what he does before the season started, and then now looking at it, it's just I'm. It's disappointing. When you, but then there's also like two hundred points between him and Max. <laughs> yeah, talking about Max. Um, yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial here. Oh, um, because if I look at it and the consistency. Uh huh. Um, We're going to say very similar things, I think. Comparing Lewis and Max, um, as much as I would have loved Lewis mm-hmm. winning, yeah, Max no, was I, much yeah. more consistent. Yeah. And he, uh-huh. it, considering the whole season, he deserved to win. Yeah. Like, he, he, he put it on the top step so many times uh-huh. and was had almost no slip-ups. The only one he had was hungry where he started at the back or like Jeddah. yeah but even that didn't, that wasn't that bad it wasn't like it wasn't that bad like i would like to just agree with you i have yeah like I yeah mean, I don't can like we move to, can, like... can we can we move on i don't want to talk about max i have said I've my just... part i have defended max for once in my life i will never talk about him again Thank you very much. I'm going to build on your point slightly and then we can move on. Okay. Um, He, I didn't really realise it. I mean, I knew, but I didn't really think about it, I think. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, I know he was in the fastest car, but there is something really satisfying about watching him drive. Um, Like over a quali lap. But you know what? Um, he Lewis actually did better in qualifying than Max did. But yeah. Max, but Max improved more during Max's the race. Max's race pace is insane as well. Yeah, but I'm just saying over across a single lap, it's very satisfying to watch him drive. Um, when he also, doesn't put it in the say, wall. Okay, it happened once. Oh mm. my god! But, just, but like, I just defended him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The world's gonna end. Um, a smaller honest, world I, has just con- collapsed inside of you. A smaller world literally has just collapsed inside of me. But um, honestly, if Max was a cleaner driver, I would I would respect him a little bit more because let's face it, he achieved very impressive things this last season. Yeah, I have to hand that to him. It literally causes me physical pain. To but say it's these true. Words, we are, but it's we, true. We we, we talked about this. Not fair. Yeah, like <laughs> it, it hurts, but it but it's true. Like yeah, good for him. Um, I think he's probably his 
most notable win for me, I think I've said this before, but like Zan bought because the Merck strategy was shocking. And, and he just dominated his, their race. His, his drive was like incredible. And also the crowd was like special. That was a, a, a great, a great crowd. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed probably of all of his wins. Because there were so many of them. <laughs> yeah, Zambor was like good, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Um, Valtteri. Valtteri. I am. Valtteri. <laughs> I miss him, Loki. <clears throat> Loki. Inconsistent king. Inconsistent king, and also, I'm... and also, he can't race. No, he's not. Not really. Um, Honestly, I just think the most important thing I have to say about Valtteri is that half the time he was driving for Team Bottas, and the other half <laughs> of the time he was driving for Team Lewis. But at no point in the 2021 season was this man driving for Mercedes. <laughs> okay? At no point. Um, I just, yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I have nothing much to say except for I love Valtteri, mm, but this man, this man cannot defend. This man <laughs> cannot attack. He cannot defend like a lion. He, he does not defend like a lion. Um, no one has to like defend like a lion when he's behind them because like he just honestly, waves them past he waves them past even, even over his win even over his win Monza was like a highlight for him yeah the only thing I can fault him for was Monza for, for, and, in Monza was that he should have done it quicker and <laughs> like, and Jether Jether with... yeah he I told you team Lewis Hamilton Team Jenner, okay? <laughs> he was driving for Team LH, and you team, can't convince me otherwise. Team Sir Lewis. Team Sir Lewis. He didn't drive. He literally, if he could have knighted Lewis himself, he would have done it. Okay. S would have George, not gonna lie. Yeah, like, literally. Oh my god, George will probably get knighted one day. Aww. Oh my goodness. Aww. Why would you put this in my mind now? Anyway, I'm sorry. But anyway. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see what he's going to be like as the number one driver in an Alfa Romeo. Because that can't be great, can it? <laughs> it's, I hope, I, I I feel hope like... he has a decent car. I think... Okay. You, you know what, what the Alfa Romeo is going to be like next year? It's going to be like a... <laughs> just the back and you're going to pull out either like some kind of like turtle, lazy animal or a leopard. Nothing in between. It's going to e- it's either going to go like fast or it's going to be another tractor. I'm honestly more curious. I don't okay, forget like the actual car. I'm just curious to see the gap between him and his teammates. Oh, I, yeah, like, I'm, I'm curious to see can what I say Can I say something controversial? Because yeah. I I believe <laughs> that Guan Yu will do better Ooh. than Valtteri. Interesting. Interesting. 
I have to send you the link to this kid's YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Please no, because, do. No, because I have... Honestly, I, yeah, I he, have... This kid should pay me, to be honest, <laughs> at this point. Because, like, not that I've mentioned the name of his channel once, but this is something he talks about quite a lot. So, um, Because I have watched Guan Yu for, I think it's been two or three years now, um, watching him race. And I do believe that if he doesn't have, because he had a lot of technical like difficulties in the last couple of of years, and yeah. if there aren't many dif- like technical difficulties, I do think he will be in front of Valtteri. I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of have the opposite feeling. I don't think that Alpha's gonna do too well anyway. But I yeah, do, true. I I don't have high hopes. We'll see. I don't like Loki. I think he might fill a gap for a while, and then uh, we will have Antonio back. No, <laughs> can you imagine? I'm gonna send you the link because I we need. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. send you some links because this kid <laughs> was spitting genius ideas. Please do. I have nothing to do tomorrow, so like I'm, I'm gonna watch. Them. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to our last driver. Um, I have another. I have another controversial take to make here. I do think that if he hadn't messed up in Azerbaijan, he would have won that championship. Because it's it's literally the only big. Honestly, that was. That was that I can see in the data. That was actually shocking. It was hilarious at that point, but it but no. it's, for me it was because Seb was second. I mean, then. it was hilarious for me as well because I didn't understand enough about Formula One. <laughs> I was like, Haha, he's gone off, and then I was like, oh, I see what <laughs> I see what this means now. Past Jazz was stupid and uneducated. She didn't know what was going on. Because when that happened, I was like, honestly, when I first started watching Formula One, when like bad, unfortunate things happened to them, I was like, (laughs) 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 because I didn't understand the stakes really well enough to like appreciate that something bad was happening. Like something like bad in, in the terms of the championship. Yeah. So like, if something, yeah, if something like went wrong, I'd be like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> Not realizing that, that it like, isn't. If he had those points, yeah, yeah. Said. <laughs> um, I mean, he had a, it. It wasn't good. I'm sorry. Like, apart from the Britney year, this was his like. Worst season in a long time. Yeah, but considering, um, but no, but like considering, he not only drove last year's car. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, there, there no, was a wait. Here. The twenty twenty car. It's twenty twenty two. Why am I saying last year? But he, he he was basically driving the twenty twenty car against a twenty twenty one car of the Red Bull. No, and, no, no. There wasn't and... going to be a bar. I wasn't just going to be like, yeah, Lewis sucked and like leave it there. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree, obviously. I'm just saying. 
like Monaco, Baku, Baku, Turkey. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Mercedes' strategy was bad. Yeah, true. Like for ninety percent of the time, it was true, 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 true. Especially compared to Rebel strategy. But, but still we rise though. Still still Brazil, we rise. Jeddah. Abu Dhabi minus the ending. <laughs> Abu Dhabi minus the last five laps. Minus, like the last five laps. It was it was kinda good. Like Yeah. Recovery King, honestly. Yeah. Like the outfits were on point, the helmets were on point. The activism know. was on point. Activism was on point. Like obviously to my recollection, it's not his best season, but he did a good job. And he, if he'd won the championship, he would have deserved to win it. Like, it wasn't yeah. like, you know... Max did deserve it. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it, but I'm just saying if Lewis that, won, didn't, he would didn't have been a we, winner. Didn't we talk about this in the Abu Dhabi episode where we said, like, if everything would have been fair, I I wouldn't have cared who won. Yeah, exactly. Because both That's of the them thing. would have deserved it by that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else on Lewis, or should we move on to the have, rankings? I, I just have my notable mentions. Okay. Obviously, so Brazil. My most beloved. My most beloved ever. Saudi. Saudi. <laughs> Qatar. Qatar, he, like, dominated. He, Yeah, true. He did. And I don't care what anyone says. You can all come and fight me personally. Oh, goodness. No, um, true. Um... And Hungary was like a nice recovery drive. Like it was a shame that he didn't like. I mean, I, say he got truth. on the podium. Yeah, he got the podium. Okay. Um. Fine. So the ranking then. Yeah, you're gonna hate this. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hate this as well. Um, sure I'm like I'm looking at one of mine now, and I think you do not agree with it. Um, I changed one of mine as well just now. I actually no because I actually don't agree with some of this list. <laughs> I actually don't agree with some of it. I, I genuinely. Do I you, did this do, last week. Do you want I, to change it? I don't really know. What I would change it too. Okay. This so is the thing. so we move. Should I start with but my like number after, five? After talking about it, I I don't. I'm I'm gonna go with it. But okay. just disclaimer, I don't agree with all of this now. Okay. Um my number five is Carlos. Okay. Um for reasons we have already talked about. Yeah. Um yeah. The best ones with a new car. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing some mental math here, trying to rearrange this list. <laughs> um, <laughs> mental gymnastics. I would, I- I would like to do something that you're going to be mad at me for, but I'm going to do it anyway. Notable mentions. Oh, okay. goodness. Why? Go <sighs> Mick and Checo. No, I will not elaborate. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> why do you always... Why do I give always give you exceptions? Like no, because, <sighs> because you don't give me exceptions. Every time we discuss the ranking, Lena says to me, and no exceptions. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go and write my exceptions. <laughs> um, every time. I hate it here. You love it. Anyway. True. Number five. Number five. George. Ooh. Yeah. So far down. Yeah. Do uh, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> huh. I actually might have to reduce this list because I actually kind of feel sick looking at <laughs> 
I wrote this list last week. I've changed since then. But yeah, George, obviously, you know, he pulled that tractor up high. Okay. Hmm. And I love him. Number, yeah. Yeah. Number four. <sighs> number four is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. The gas man in the gasmobile. Oh, I kind of don't agree with it now because I kind of don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, I I can't tell you either. I mean, okay, based I'm I'm gonna have to like find a reason here. I I love him. He's great. He did well. It's fine, I guess. <laughs> but like, <laughs> good qualifying. I don't know what I was thinking when I made this list. I really okay. could not tell you. I think I was very unwell last week when I wrote this list so that's my justification for this probably um my number four is Lando I think (laughs) (laughs) um in the way that he I mean he he has been in that team for a long time he was one he was the midfield drivers that impressed me the most that didn't uh, one of the midfield drivers that impressed me the most that didn't change their uh, team yeah. Yeah. Um my number three is Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he he outdid that car. Yeah. And he fought for his life. He defended like a lion to yeah. and fight fought for that championship. He did. But in That's the end true. he didn't get the championship. He still had that no the, those little mistakes that cost him the um championship. And so that's I, the important thing to remember. He did make mistakes. You exactly. Know? Um, so I can't put him higher than third. I have... Um, when I was talking about how much this list pains me now to look at, I made this decision to put to change... Lewis was higher up on my list, but I've actually downgraded him. Now he's also number three for me. Um, for similar reasons. For I similar see. reasons. Yeah, like... The thing is, like, he did outdo the car, you're right, and he had some incredible moments. But, yeah. Yeah. You're number two. Signs. The woman think... was too stunned to speak. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. A smaller world has just collapsed inside of me. No, because, okay, literally, I have explained this already. Honestly, I probably the most enthusiastically out of all of them explained here my <laughs> reasons for him. And honestly, I'm really not a fan. I'm really not a fan. But, like, you can't deny the season he had. Yeah, the, which is why I put him in fifth. Yeah, that's why I put him in second. Okay. Hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I th- I feel like you're not gonna d- uh, agree with my number two because my number two is Max. I actually have a note here written down about this. <laughs> I've literally got it written down. Max literally won the world championship. He doesn't need to be on my list as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, no, but the thing I have to mention, which is why he's so so high up on that list he is the most <laughs> consistent driver in that yeah, field exactly he doesn't he already has all of that he doesn't <laughs> need to be on my list okay okay um okay. Should, should i go with my number one then yeah i think i know who it is and i'm kind of shocked 
It's Georgie. Yeah. Yeah. No, because that man outdid that tractor in so many ways. He did. And I have to, and I have to appreciate that. Also, I couldn't put Max number one. He doesn't deserve that. So I had to put George. He doesn't need to be on these lists. He literally won the world championship. You know, you know what I changed? I, I literally had Mick number two and then I changed it to Max. Oh my god, you literally sacrificed Mick. I did. For Max. That's insane. I did, yeah. What, That's actually insane. It's, it, it is insane. What's your number one? You no, know, I think we know who my number one is right now. <laughs> Um, Mr. Sunshine. Mr. Mr. Causes Girlfriend Sunshine. So, okay, this literally has nothing to do with anything not related to driving. Okay, I'd like to stress that right now. Yeah, with me too. And I'm going to explain in great detail why I put him in the top spot. Because I feel like, I feel like this is classic, this is, this is classic bait for like, ooh, London fans, ooh, behaviour. No, I literally could not care less about anything else right now. Okay, this man did things in that car that, like, were just magnificent, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought so, you said great detail. I was, I yeah, okay, was like, so, okay, literally... there's more. Okay, 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 okay. I was literally getting okay. getting calm, like, right now. I've got this. Just I've, listen I've, to I've you. I've got it. I can, I can do it. Okay. This man clung on to P3 in standings against both a, the second drivers at Mercedes and Red Bull, who are supposed to be the wingmen to support the number one drivers. <laughs> he literally defended like a lion, okay, for like months, okay? He somehow managed to make his McLaren competitive against not the number two drivers, both of the number one drivers at Mercedes and Red Bull, okay? Even up until like the end where it was like bad. He still did that, okay? Also, where was Daniel while all of this was happening? Daniel, who's been in Formula 1 for, like, how many seasons is it now? Like, 11? 10. 10? He, okay. he, fir- he made his first, he made his debut in 2011. Yeah. 2011, okay? Daniel was in, arguably, the third best car on the grid for, like, most of the season, okay? And then Ferrari kind of came and kicked him in the back of the legs and sent him to the ground um and that was kind of messed up as a mclaren fan i have to say but where was daniel where was daniel where was he tell me where he was because he was not in p3 he wasn't in <laughs> p4 or p5 or p6 or p7 i mean maybe at some point he was i don't know on maths but like the thing that lando who is like who got like bullied for being like a child by Daniel all season? The things he did. But, but in to, the let's car. no. But like, let me like say this. It was hilarious though. It was hilarious, and I enjoyed every second of it. But you know, it's all well and it's all well and good to be like, haha, Lando, you child. While this child is like driving circles around you, okay. Also. Also, without Lando doing his little defensive things in Monza, okay, I'm talking sprint race, I'm talking sprint race, he defended like a lion. He did defend like a lion, 18 laps or whatever against Lewis. Lewis did get him at the end, but 
How long do you think it would have taken Lewis to get Daniel? Long. Uh, not long. If he'd gotten Lando quickly, it wouldn't have taken him long to get Daniel. Yeah. And Daniel, could Daniel have won that race starting P3? No. No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because if if the timeline was different, the crash wouldn't have happened. Oh my god, are you going into a multiverse I'm literally, I'm literally taking it into like the multiverse. No. Also, speaking of Monza, okay, forget Lando being able to win that race. Forget him like having the ability to win that race, okay? I don't, let's not even talk about that. Because I could, but I'm not going to. Um, Charles, Valtteri, Checo, all of these threats around him. Lando defended like a lion. He played the team game. And he did that. And he secured them and McLaren won too. And everyone was like, Daniel, ooh, as if Milano hasn't carried the whole team on his whole back for like months, the entire season. Okay. And George actually said something. Did you see the end of season like recap thing where the drivers watched stuff? Um, I, I wanted to, but I didn't have time to. Fair enough. It's, it's a good watch. Um, mix there. If that tempts you, <laughs> and George it, was like, "Yeah, might. Lando was not happy about that." So, like, that's the thing. He played the team game, and he did all of that. He literally carried the entirety of McLaren on his back for Lando to get their win. Not Lando, Daniel to get their win. Um, also, everyone like attacked him for what he did in Sochi, and I have defended him like a lion already so many times about that so go and listen to another episode because I can't be asked to explain it again um, <laughs> also he has such bad luck His, he kept getting punctures those damn Ferraris appeared out of nowhere and like with their little upgrades that every all the Ferrari fans argued that they didn't really have well, yeah they did so don't even give me that okay also spa qualifying spa qualifying Okay. Okay. Up until up until it all went wrong, because it did go very badly wrong. Seb lives in my heart forever for spark qualifying. Uh, not to go off topic. Um, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Even like the other. I'm going to call them wet drivers. I don't like the phrasing, but I'm calling them wet drivers. Other drivers that are good in the wet, such as other British drivers. Okay, George did kind of (laughs) well. George did very well, in fact. You know, Lewis, they could not, no one could touch his pace in Spa. Okay, I would have been kind of gutted to see him have his first win in Spa because that wasn't a race. Um, But, you know, you know, also in Monaco. Monaco. True. I know, I know that Valtteri had his 43-hour pit stop and got, like, taken out of the running. But, like, Lando did not start, like... I think he started, like, P6 or P5. So to make it up to P3 in Monaco is something pretty special. Valid, yeah. Um, I could probably keep going, to be honest. Yeah, I... Mm. Do you want me to stop? I'll stop. I can keep going. I, I mean, I'll give you all I mean, the facts. I mean, I if, think I've done. I think I've backed it up. I mean, if you want to keep going, you're very much welcome to. But then I'm gonna clink out. <laughs> no, that's fine. 
<laughs> but do, have I made my point? You have. You, have, you could okay, be. A, you could be you. a lawyer in the way you do, you have, you have Lando, just made. Hire me. I can. I will. Def- I will get you out of all of the trouble. Did you, you just want to say I will defend you like a lion? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think I backed that up nicely. Yeah, you I, did. I kind of hate myself now. To be honest, I could probably take Gasly off the list and replace him with Max, but to be honest, Max doesn't need it, so like whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, that means we're through with the twenty twenty one season. Lando fans, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm actually kind of sad that we are finishing the twenty twenty one season. I know, I Be- miss her. Um, because it it was a great season. And it's it it's sad to see her go, but we move. Really the twenty twenty two season is on the way with the car launches happening in like two weeks. Something, oh my god! Two or three weeks, something like oh that. Oh my god! How? I don't know. How did we? How how did we? Like literally, I uh, I am a loss. I'm at loss for words. How how fast this went? Um. Yeah, I would say thank you guys for listening, and we'll thank see. Thank you for listening to me rant about Lando Norris <laughs> we... for like ten minutes. <laughs> I'm w- really it, sorry. It wasn't ten minutes. Don't worry. It felt like it when I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed you. Um, the last rant about the 2021 season, and we're gonna we see. We're going to see, we're going to hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Goodbye.